All right, Mama, today we are continuing our series on navigating family in a healthy way. And I'm going to unpack for you today something that I, I remember. I can remember where I was sitting when I learned about this concept. I was in one of my first classes for my marriage and family degree at grad school, and I learned about this, and I was just it was just such an eye opener. Like I had seen this play out in different scenarios and my family and other people's families and friendships all over the place. And it just made things so clear what had been happening. And I just feel like I want to share it with you today. Maybe you already know about it, but maybe for you, you're going to have the same aha moment where you're like, oh my gosh, that's what was happening. That's why I was feeling this way. So I hope that is true for you as well. I'm excited to share with you. Before we jump in, just want to remind you, make sure if you are not in our Facebook group community, it is such a great place to have some of these conversations to say, hey, me too. This is what is going on without naming too many names, you know, (laughs) I'll make sure we're honoring everyone, but to have conversations about where you're struggling and how you can best navigate these family situations and honor all honor God through it and just be the light that God is calling you to. So make sure you're in there. It's at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. And I cannot wait to see you there. See your face, learn your story. It's going to be so great and I'm excited. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, so here's an example of what we're talking about today. Does it sound familiar? Your dad and your mom are having an argument and, you know, maybe you're you're home for the holidays and so they're kind of arguing and then your dad says, hey, daughter, let's uh, go down to the grocery store and grab these things we're missing. And so you hop in the car with your dad and on the way he just starts kind of casually talking like, oh man, your mom is just not being reasonable about this thing. I just, I don't think she gets it. Do you see how, what she's saying and doing? Don't you think that this is better? Like this is the best option. I just know this would be better. And I just don't think that she really understands what is happening. And you know, the conversation could go a million ways. However it exactly looks, maybe it's not your dad, maybe it's someone else in that driver's seat, maybe it's you, but assuming it's someone else in that driver's seat, you are put in the middle of their disagreement. Now, hearing it, it might sound familiar, but you might not think too much about it because this is just, for you, your normal family. But when you think about it, what does that feel like when you're in that situation? Is that stressful? Do you feel like you have to pick sides? Do you feel like you have to side with your dad? Do you have to feel like you have to stand up for your mom? Do you feel any kind of like internal anxiety over what is happening? And even if you don't feel that, is what he is processing, is that something he should be processing with you or or your mom? Is he processing any of this with your mom? 
And if this is happening now and maybe you feel okay about it, did this also start when you were a kid and, you know, you were that person that your dad would talk to? So what is happening here is what is called triangulation. And triangulation is a marriage and family term that Murray Bowen created back in the day. And essentially what it is is that it's when a third party is pulled into a two-person relationship. Now, this can be healthy in some ways, and we'll talk about what that looks like. But generally speaking, it is, it's not healthy. What is happening is the stress of that relationship is being put on this third person, and they're being put in a spot that they should not be. Or there is some kind of inappropriate relationship going on in the context, and I'll give you some more examples. But this, this can show up. It doesn't have to be with your parents. It can be between siblings. It can be in friendships. It can be a husband or a wife going to their parent for marriage advice. So imagine if your husband is always going to his mother for marriage advice. What does that feel like? Or maybe it's you that you're going to one of your parents continually for marriage advice. Now, outside perspective is not bad, but it's all about who you're going to and how you're doing it. We're going to go into specifics at the very end about what it looks like to navigate that in a healthy way. But first, we're going to talk about what it looks like to be a kid in this situation, like even a grown-up kid. But as you're going back into your homes for the holidays, what does it look like for you to begin to recognize this and begin to stop it? Because it's, it's not a healthy dynamic because, you know, like I said, that, that third party is getting added stress onto them or the dyad. So dyad's like a two person relationship is not processing what it, what it should be processing. And there's a violation of that trust in there. And so it can all seem so innocent and it can seem like it's not a big deal. This is just how a family is run, but really it's going to create these unstable, unhealthy relationships that, that, weaken the uh, the initial two-person dyad and it could also cause you know tension like I said and stress on the third party and create continued stress within the context of all of the relationships involved so we'll talk about what it looks like to be a, a kid or an adult kid that prevents this adult child I guess you'd say <laughs> And then two, what it looks like to be parents and spouses that prevent this. And then three, how to seek a third party help in a healthy way. So first off, you know, as you're going back into your homes for the holidays, your family of origin, this might come up. This is so common. So how we can be adult children that prevent it. First, we just need to recognize it, see that it's happening because again, it can feel so normal. And really what's happening at the root of it is inner family gossip. You know, gossip is talking about someone when they are not present. And often it's under the guise of, oh, I just need to vent. I I just need to get this off my chest. I just need to let off steam. Now, there can be a place for this potentially if you are seeking out a friendship that is not your family because, right, like if one of your parents comes to you saying, I just want to vent, I just want to let off steam, they are skewing your perception of the other parent or or if it's your siblings, like they're skewing whoever is being talked about that is adding to what you believe and what you see about the other person. And so it's, it's unhealthy. It's not, it's not what God is calling us to. It's not a fair presentation of what is going on because you are only getting one side of the picture. 
And so if someone is really needing to let off steam, if they can do that in an honoring way, in so let me just back up. Letting off steam in and of itself is not necessarily healthy. If we want to process something, if we are sharing something with the purpose of growing and trying to process through it and work through it and better ourselves and better our relationships, and we are open to advice and being pointed to Jesus, and we are open to the Holy Spirit convicting us and moving us and pushing us, then those can be healthy conversations with a trusted friend that's going to point you back to Jesus and going to call you out and not allow you just to sit in your wherever you're stuck in. But if it's with someone that has a relationship with the person you're speaking about, then that's going to skew that relationship and it's not going to be helpful or healthy. And for that person venting, like, are they really taking whatever advice you share with them and going back into that conversation and being helpful with it? Are they, does the other party know that they're going to you? So say it's like the example of the dad, the dad, which this is not from my family, but you know, the example of the dad downloading about how he's feeling about mom and blah, blah, blah. And does does mom know that he's sharing all that with you? Does does she know how he's speaking about her to you? And and what what is that like? So I'm guessing she doesn't, for one. And then two, even if she does, does, does your dad really take all of that that conversation and bring it back to her? Probably not. And so he's kind of pushing out all of this processing that's needing to happen, but doing it in the wrong context where it's not helpful to his relationship with your mom. So if you see what's happening and, you know, if this happened to you as a kid, like you probably felt that stress. You probably, you know, even now feel like you're in the middle. You're stuck in the middle. You have to resolve this. You feel the tension between them. You feel like there is something placed on you. Or maybe you feel awkward after you have those conversations and you have to go and return and look at that other person and you have all this too much information about what is going on. So we really, we don't want this to happen. God calls us to healthy, truthful, honest relationships without gossip and slander. So once you recognize it and you can see it for what it is, and it's okay if you have never realized what's going on before, like... I, until I was sitting in that class, I had no idea what this was. I had no idea that any of those dynamics in families or friendships were unhealthy. I just thought it was normal. I don't know. I'd like, I, but then after I recognized it, I would notice that feeling inside of me and be like, oh, that's what I was feeling. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> I don't like this. And, and there are parts that I would like of it. I liked the honor of being that person that the other person would go to. I liked the honor of giving the advice and being the safe space. And, you know, I think all of us at some level like having that information. Like we're all wanting like those secrets and that, that insider information, but it's not healthy. It's not helpful. And God does not want that for you. So one, give yourself some grace, give your family some grace. These are often just things that have happened over the generations and no one's really realized what's going on. But here we are and we're talking about it. So now it's time to to look at what's really happening and take a step forward. So do you recognize this? It's time for a really hard conversation and it's not going to be easy. 
but you are strong and you are courageous and I know you can do this. So if we're going with the dad example, you're going to go and you're going to have a kind and loving conversation. And for some of you, it might even be easier to have this conversation before it happens. Like if you're going home, you know it's going to happen. It always happens. It's a very regular pattern in your relationship with, for example, your dad. Going with that example. Then you could, you know, get there. And if as soon as you get some time aside with your dad, you could say, hey, dad, you know, I was just learning about these like marriage and family technique things. And I just was so interested to hear that. It's actually kind of not always the healthiest thing to be talking about for you for you to talk to me about mom like this. And as much as I trust I love that you trust me with this and I I love that I get to be close to you in this and I appreciate you. I just I would appreciate if you wouldn't share that with me anymore because I really want to have a good healthy relationship with you and with mom and I really think this is stuff you should talk to her about and you know if you guys need help then you could find a counselor or a pastor to talk to you and just say it like that and don't have to go further. You just make sure you do it in love and respect because, you know, your parents probably have no idea that what they're doing, you know, they just saw their parents doing it. But now that we recognize it, it's time to take a step forward. So, and then just make sure you uphold that boundary because it's so easy. These patterns are set so it's going to be easy to go right back into it. And so you could, if it come, it starts coming up, just stop respectfully, stop him mid-sentence, say, oh, hey, dad, oh, can I stop you? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just, I really, I just want to remind you that I really don't want to hear these things about mom anymore. Can we talk about something else? How's your job going? Hey, how did golf go the other week? <laughs> You know, you could go deeper than that, but whatever is going to like get you on a different trajectory because you just want to stop it in its tracks before that train leaves the station because once it gets chugging along, it's going to feel more and more awkward. So the sooner in that conversation you can stop it, the better. And just make sure you continue to uphold that boundary. And, you know, I would also just be wary of any kind of gossip because, I mean, we want to do that in general, but it's going to go a long ways if you are refraining from any kind of gossip because it's going to show your parents it's not just them that you're picking on. It's not just this situation. It's you are trying to take a step forward into healthy relationships and doing what God calls you to. And wow, what an example you're going to be to your family if you can do that. And sometimes that, that looks like just being casual and just changing the conversation. You know, not not saying, oh, yeah, or not asking a question or not, you know, feeding into any of that that trajectory of gossip that can be so easy. Okay, the second layer is how to be parents and spouses that stop this. So, again, this can be something that you learn from your family. And so now you're repeating it without realizing it. So start by looking at yourself. Do you go to your mom or your dad with your marriage problems? And if you do, how does your husband feel about this? Does he know about it fully? How would you feel if he was listening on those conversations? And we do want to allow our healthy parents to speak into us. But this just has to be done in a healthy way. And it can be so tricky with in-laws, right? Like if, if my husband, which he doesn't, but if he were to go to his mother all the time and ask for marriage advice, like I would just feel awful. Like... You know, that 
she now sees me from this certain perspective because, you know, in marriage, we all struggle with things and we all have a limited perspective of what's happening. And so if she is just hearing all of these things, which she already loves him more because she's his mother, which makes sense. She loves me too. But, you know, there's something about your own children, obviously. And, and this is not happening, but <laughs> if it were, I would just feel nervous around her. I would feel uncomfortable. I would feel disconnected from my husband and he is not then coming to me with these things he needs to be processing with me. And so if that is you, this is why we need to stop it. It's not that we don't want your parents to speak into you if they're healthy. And we're going to talk again about what that looks like, but you got to stop it. And so what it can look like to stop that is start off by having a conversation with your husband and say, hey, you know, I know you've been kind of uncomfortable with me talking to my mom about this stuff and I didn't really get it until now. So I just want to apologize to you. I didn't, I didn't mean to, you know, make you uncomfortable and um, I can see now how this is harmful. And so I would love to figure out a way that I can do this and process what I'm going through in a, in a healthier way. Can we talk about that? And figure out how to do that in a healthy way. And you guys can navigate that together. And it might even be good to have a conversation with your mom too, if this is what you've been doing, just to prevent any kind of, you know, like that train leaving the station. Like if you can just cut the train off before it leaves, it's so much easier. So if your conversations with your mom typically look like this kind of content, you could say, hey mom, you know, I just learned this thing. And I actually realized that it's not really healthy for me to talk to you about all this stuff with my husband. And so I, you know, I, I love your advice and I'm, I'm talking with him about what that looks like to do this in a healthy way. So can we just not talk about all the details right now, but I really appreciate you, but I would love your advice on, you know, you can name another topic that, that wouldn't be creating this triangulating relationship because what, what makes it that triangle is that it's not just like the person that you are talking about has a relationship with the other person. So that's why a friend that is disconnected from you is a better person to go to. Again, you have to make sure you do an honor and they're going to point you back to Jesus and you're not, you know, just smashing whoever you're talking about. But they don't have a personal deep relationship with the other person. And so it removes that triangle from it. I hope you're with me and can visualize what I'm trying to say. So that's why you could ask your mom, hey, mom. Can't talk about that, but oh man, I'm really struggling with my coworker. Uh, this is what's happening. What what do you what do you think I should do? And then we'll talk more about what else that could look like with your husband and your mom. But also one more question. What about you and your kids? Are you triangulating your kids at all? Do you seek their comfort when your husband is distant or rude to you? Do you ever pull them into arguments? Do you ever make them pick sides? Do you ever vent to them about how he's not doing something or how he's not treating you kindly or how he's not picking up after himself? I mean, it can be in the littlest ways. But think of what that feels like to be that kid hearing that. So if this is you, have a conversation with your husband about this figure out a plan together to stop it if it's been both of you doing this. And if it's with your your kids and you're complaining about your husband, make sure you're looking for opportunities to honor him and talk well of him when he's not there and stop doing the negative talk. 
And if this is you in any other relationship with your siblings, with your friends, and you are going to someone else to talk about the other person, make sure you end that. Make sure you have the conversations that need to be had so that you can create a new path moving forward. And yeah, the third thing, we do want outside perspective. We do want people to speak into us. We want their advice. We want their guidance. We need people to see things, help us see things, help us gain perspective on things. So all of this is not to say do not have these conversations. Don't just sit in the muck. Don't just keep going with what's happening and feel like you have to navigate it alone. No. Here are some ways to do that in a healthy way. The first one is most obvious is pulling in a therapist, a pastor, a leader, a strong friend like we talked about that has a strong relationship with Jesus. It's going to point you right back to him. Pulling someone like that in on the conversation allowing them to help you navigate it, to make better choices, to grow, to see things from a bigger perspective. Now, with that, ideally, it would be both people jointly seeking support from these people. Or if you have your strong friend and your husband has their strong friend, you know, you're both going out and seeking support in these ways. Now, if you really have this amazing mom that truly does not pick sides and your husband feels just as equally, genuinely, just as equally, which is probably pretty rare, but in the off chance that that is happening and you would both like to seek her advice on this, do it jointly or make sure that communication is happening before or during or after she comes in and lays out advice. Make sure you're on the same page with your husband or your family member. Or like if there are, you know, three siblings, for example, and in the past, you know, one had been triangulated and you had gone to them kind of secretly behind the other one's back for that support. Now, maybe both of you did that and you'd both secretly gone to the other person. So if you still wanted to get their advice, maybe they're great at this and they help unite the three of you. You could do that. Just do it jointly and not behind each other's backs. Do it together at the same time. Have conversations before and after. Whatever that looks like, you can still go to that person as long as there's communication about what is happening. And make sure that that person doesn't feel strained, doesn't feel like they're caught in the middle and they're the ones that have to resolve all of this because that would be another reason to not do that. But make sure all parties feel good about what is happening. And then the the last part is just that whatever is talked about, so if there is an agreement that, yes, you can go and talk to your mom, I feel good about that. She always helps you (laughs) be a better wife because she's really learned to, you know, love your dad really well, and I want you to learn that. (laughs) Then just make sure whatever is talked about in that conversation is then brought back into the conversation with your husband. So whatever your mom says, bring it back in, process it with your husband so that you are creating that relationship together. And there's a million examples of this. This, These things are true for every different kind of situation that this can be. But make sure you don't neglect to pull in some support and outside perspective. I remember when I was doing this marriage training at my old church and they had this cup that was like, like one half was green, painted green, and the other half was painted red. And it was on each side of the cup. And they held it up and the woman stood on one side and the man stood on the other. And the woman said, the cup is green. It's very clear the cup is green. And the man said, the cup is red. What are you talking about? The cup is red. Because from their perspectives, that is all they could see. 
And so sometimes it is super essential to have someone that can come between them in the middle and say, oh, actually, this is why you're saying it. It's because your side is green and your side is red. You didn't know that. Oh, that's what's happening here. Let's talk about this. How can we how can we help each other see each other's perspective? And so it is absolutely essential to bring in these third parties, but just make sure it's done in a mutual way that is healthy and honoring. And yeah, it's going to be helpful, but also have the courage to shut down these conversations. Have the courage to stand up and do the right thing and not allow this gossip and unhealthy ways of navigating relationships to continue. I know this is all a lot and hard stuff to go and do, but once your eyes are opened, you can see some of the reasons why you might have been feeling a certain way. Like I remember thinking like, oh, that's why I felt that way. And so if you can't put your finger on why you feel a certain way around your siblings or around your parents or around certain friends, maybe this is what's happening. Maybe you'd been the one being triangulated or maybe you were triangulated. Either way, now you can see clearly what was happening and what you can do about it. Let me just pray over you as you go back into your families and have these hard conversations. Make sure you come and share how they went with us. And I can't wait to see what God's going to do through you. God, I just thank you for family. God, that you created these families and these close relationships for us to navigate. God, I thank you for helping us see things more clearly, God, and just bringing light to situations where there was confusion or anxiety. And I just pray, God, for courage for every person going into their families, whether it's their family of origin or the families that they've created, God, and they would go in boldly and confidently ready to make changes so that they can craft healthy relationships and strong connections, God. And I just pray that these conversations would go well. We pray that people would understand them and and um, just even honor them and be excited that they are growing and learning, Lord. And we just pray for favor in those conversations and courage in those conversations. God, thank you that you're with us in all things, God, and you'll never leave us. And God, I just pray that there would be an abundance of peace in the midst of these changes that people are trying to make to step into more health. We thank you, God, for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.